What up traders? A key market indicator just flashed red last week telling us the sell-off was coming inside the market. So inside this video, I'm going to tell you what the indicator was, where we could go in the markets, and how you could best be prepared for it. You're probably wondering why is this guy yelling at me in a bathrobe? And again, I'm just trying to flex guys, the money, the cars, the bathrobes, just trying to show you all that because actually I got none of it but a bathrobe. So let's get into the video. Let's show you our charts. Let's show you our setups. And let's show you why we're a little bearish on the market right here. Subscribe, like the video. would love to have you guys here long term. But here is the futures chart. This is from the COVID bottom to today's top. And I do think this was a short term top. I'll tell you why in a second. But as you can see, bottom here, top here. We've been riding this trend for a very long time. And I tell all the traders in my group on my channel, if you want to ride trends, if you want to make money in long-term investments, just utilize EMA clouds because we have not broke the green EMA cloud for a long time. It hasn't turned red. If you just sell your investments when the EMA cloud turns red, you would be an amazing investor. You would have been able to sell at the COVID top You've been able to buy around the COVID bottom and you would have still been holding at this point through this whole madness, all the fear, all the FUD going up to this moment. So just an EMA cloud, a green one, will help you ride the trend, but the blue one is what we're talking about today, and the blue one will help you buy the pullbacks, and I'll show you exactly how that's going to work out. But recently on breadalerts.com, where we follow the money to track large option flow, this did give us a triple Q bearish alert for the next coming, coming days, a short-term, long-term alert for a drop. So we did see a 50 to 100% move for many traders in just one to two days. So I do think this can drop a little bit further. I'm looking at a 370 target for the triple Q, and it does look like big money is following this. So I always, always, always want to follow big money. And I love the fact that big money is buying puts right here. So next up, with that chart we saw on the SPY, all I'm going to do is add two trend lines, one for resistance, one for support, and we're going to nail this for entry exits and figure out when to get out. So as you can see, the bottoms of the trend lines have been great entry points to get into the actual trend, and the tops have been great exits if you want to trade the channel. But once we break down through the channel here, that is where all bets are off. That is where the first correction will happen in the market that we haven't seen in a very long time. So 10% corrections happen one to two times a year. You have to be prepared for that. 20% corrections happen one to five times or once in every five years or so. So we could see a 20% correction, but it's very unlikely because interest rates are very low. We'll talk about that in the video. But if you stay tuned till the end, I'll give you one of my top plays I'm looking at for the next coming days as well. But right here, check this moment out. Once we break through this channel, that is where we're going hard in puts because that's where the EMA cloud is going to get broken. That's where we could start turning red and make this, you know, maybe even five to 10 week consolidation or drop. And I have a target that I'm going to show you in a second. But again, um, we did have that top come in and it does look like we're going to retest that support level and hopefully we can support it at about 442. So here is the one thing that scares me, the one indicator that I told um, to the group last week that 
does predict market sell-offs pretty easily. I'm just talking about 5 to 10% sell-offs, and sometimes it even predicts those big 20% ones during that COVID run. So the engulfing candle, it's so simple. We'll show you an example of one single candle on the next slide, but here's every moment the engulfing candle appeared. You can see here, we engulfed and we had that pullback to the blue cloud. That's why I said the blue cloud's important. Engulfed, pull back to the blue cloud. Blue cloud's important. Engulfed, pull back to the blue cloud. It's important. Engulfed here. Where are we going to go? I think you can figure it out. It's not rocket science. Here's some bullish engulfing candles just for reference, and they've been great entry points. They did help you ride, you know, three to six percent runs in the SPY. But those red engulfing candles don't show up often they only showed up three times but they predicted every single top on this last run to that move to that blue cloud and we did not engulf during covid but this candle here obviously engulfed a lot of the range um after the top so we didn't engulf at the top shortly after though so again engulfing candles right here very simple you have the previous candle could be bearish could be bullish this one rides up the whole candle body on the next candle so it's basically eating it you could think about it being a larger body it's engulfing the size and so we see it just be above the open and close just from the bodies um you can count the wicks you cannot count the wicks it's kind of just up to people's preference some people don't even trade wicks they don't even look at wicks they don't matter to them so the engulfing candle has been around for a while and it's the best the most obvious trading scenario and the, my favorite all-time um, trading setup ever to, to get into. So it's, it's one that I will always um, look for right away when I'm charting the market. So you can just you just need to look at the candle body, the open and the close, and make sure this candle body covers it. So you can see in the past here, we did cover the body here. Open and close came right through it. Open and close here came right through it came right through it, came right through it. So the further you go past the close, the bigger the candle that comes off of it, it, it has a higher likelihood chance of continuation. And so again, this is a very large candle compared to the previous, about two times the size, and we love to see that candle appear. And if you want to buy them at the bottom, buy the dips. This is my favorite time to get into any reverse trend, and it's the number one candle we see coming off the bottoms is that engulfing candle. So again, if you want to buy the dip, if you're getting ready for that 5% correction, 10% correction, and you know you're going to pick it up, Look for that engulfing candle on stocks you love. So next up, if you want the free courses, free books, if you want to learn about more candlesticks, head to the links below. It's just going to help you on your career. We got option courses, stock market guides, everything. But let's get into a little bit more on the stock market. So like I said, engulfing candles bad. What happens when that occurs? Well, we come to the blue cloud. Every single time, blue cloud, blue cloud, blue cloud. But sometimes we come underneath it. But when the clouds are flat, when they're still trending up sometimes, it's very hard to get a, a bear market. It's very hard to reverse this huge trend in the SPY. So it's a buying opportunity for most, most of the time. Um, when the blue cloud's flat, it's very hard to go against that. We, we need both clouds to be yellow and red to get a tremendous long-term sell-off in the market. So I'm not very nervous. I'm not very confused why the market keeps going up. 
These clouds are just support and trend-based support every single time we sell off. So right here, again, we almost made a yellow cloud. We did not. We ended up keeping it blue, going green here for a great buy signal. Um, but I do expect a pullback to blue cloud. So that's going to be around 400 for this buy. It's a 10% pullback. Exactly the number we're probably expecting. As everyone wants to see that 10% pullback. And we had it here, we had it here. This was like 50%. It was insane. Um, but once we hit that cloud, it's going to take weeks to come off it. So please be patient. You see right here, it took us two weeks to get down to the cloud. And then 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, like 20 weeks to make a new high in the market. Uh, maybe even more. So once you hit it, please be patient. Please you know, accept the range that's going to happen, the volatility. You can honestly trade it, but... Once we hit that cloud, it could take a while to really make new highs. You might see new highs maybe next March or even June, but um, don't be surprised if we don't see a new high till even next year in September. But again, um, the other factors that do scare me are my market mover indicators. So the, the other reason I'm nervous about the market, 100%, very scared, is because we have a sell signal on my market mover indicator. And this is free to anyone in my trading group, but this has never given us a sell signal in the past, a one split second here and a sell off. But this has been a sell signal for about eight months. And so we've been building into the ultimate short. And I don't know if I want to go against this market, but I know we only had one buy signal on my indicator and one sell signal. And I know the buy signal worked out because that was 2008. And I think the sell signal is going to come produce a sell-off because we're already going to come down here. You see that the indicator already coming down off the top, making that mountain. Um, this could be bad. So we'll watch over the next coming weeks. But this is really one of the first monthly red candles we've seen in a while. So this could engulf a lot of candles if we come down. And again, we always come down to blue cloud for support. Where's blue cloud? Blue cloud's at like 300 for this buy. It's, it's horrifying. Please, guys. Hopefully we don't get down there, but again, on the monthly charts, big sell signals, market might not make a new high for a long time because of it. We're way overextended, but let's talk about the real big internals. What's driving this FUD? What's driving a possible sell-off in the market? And yeah, COVID again, but I don't see it being a big deal. You know, headlines are headlines for a reason. So you sell into big money and the big money takes your money and they make more of it leaving you broke on the sidelines. So COVID is not making tremendous new daily cases. It's not that bad. We're actually coming down, it looks like, from these peaks. So we peak every summer, and it looks like we're coming off of it. So I'm not too nervous when the snow comes. I don't think it's going to spread as much as possible. But the more I talk about it, the more uh, comments I'm going to get in the comments section that are going to be uh, a little volatile for me. So right here is the Fed funds. We'll just check this out. This is... More important than COVID is what the Fed's going to do with their Fed funds rate. So are they going to raise rates, keep rates at zero? Very important for us because if rates continue to be this low, basically at zero, we can borrow money very cheaply and grow businesses. We can start new businesses. We can just grow the economy, You know, get more people employed. Now that stimulus has run out, let's put those people into jobs finally. There's not enough people working at this point. So we have a lot of fuel to get the market to go higher. And I do think that's going to be a catalyst and a help for us next year, getting more people in the workforce. But you do see the Fed rates going up. 
but it took like three years to get to 1.5%. So I really don't think it's a big deal if we raise interest rates twice next year or even once. It does not slow down the market instantly or even in the long term. It could take a couple years to really slow down this market. And having a funds rate go up a quarter percent every three months is not a bad thing. We actually needed to save the stock market in case we sell off. Next up, text this number if you want my Monday morning watch list. We absolutely crushed our trades on Monday and they were texted to your phone for free for scalping and some for swinging. So check that out if you want my Monday morning watch list. Next up, what sinks the stock market? Like I just said, bonds. We do see the bonds right now making consolidation pattern that is primed for a break. I don't know which direction. I'm going to say up, which would sink the stock market slightly. Um, But this apex move, if we break up, could move to that 2% level, 2.4%. Anything in the 2-3% level will create a lot of competition and definitely slow down the market because that's where we get out of dividend stocks and people want 2% for some reason. For some reason, they want 1% now. So when we see it double, they're going to get pretty excited and that's going to lead to competition, a lot of money outflowing in the markets. But that could take, honestly, three to six months. And if they raise rates next year, maybe faster, but it takes so long to get to 2% from the past. So I don't see this being a short-term thing or even a long-term thing. I think 2023 is going to be a bad year for the market, but 2022, probably flat, probably volatile, going to be amazing to trade. So if you want to trade that seven days for free, hit the link below. But lastly, DXY, which is the dollar, money in the market, it's going to go to bonds, it's going to go in stock, or they're going to take money out and just put it in cash. So if they get really scared, they're going to be in cash because that's what people do when they're totally fearful of the future. Right now, the dollar is consolidating, holding support, and it does look like a next run for the dollar could come. So the dollar gets stronger as we have more of them and get more out of the market. And I do think this is supporting here. So watch the dollar. Uh, If we stay above 90 for the DXY, I do think that run to 97 is possible. These are two scenarios that would sink the market slightly, just cause volatility, but not a huge sell-off. So pops in the TNX, pops in the DXY. Check those out. Who knows what's going to happen? But again, that engulfing candle is scary. Hopefully learn something that can help you out in the future. Let me just leave you with one trade idea as I go on to trade the markets and live my life today. Here's all our scan results that came in for our trading group for engulfing candles. We have FedEx, C, AXP, JP Morgan, GS, Goldman Sachs, a lot of engulfing candles here, um, Intel, DRI, mostly banks. But first one on the chart, FedEx, this one was a perfect, perfect continuation pattern. And it's an engulfing candle. Like I've been saying, my favorite thing to trade. And look at the downside for FedEx. We just retested the EMA clouds. And I think the downside is like to 230. So you're getting us at the very breakout. If we break down from 255, this thing can sell. So couple weeks out, who knows, maybe a month out, not a financial advisor. This isn't financial advice, just one setup I found with my favorite candle and hopefully, you know, it can make you guys a little money, money. And you can buy some bathrobes, be in the bathrobe gang with me. (laughs) And I'll see you guys on the next video. If you want my three picks, check out the video to the right of me. Those are the picks from a couple days ago, which could still print. I'll see you guys on the next video. Have a great trading day. Peace out.